Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers and creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes? What does hybrid mean to you? <laughs> well, of course, right away I thought of a car, mm-hmm, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you're probably talking about jobs. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I do love my hybrid car. Um, there are lots of buzzwords that have been popping up, especially you know since the pandemic, sometimes forever, and people are really unclear what they mean, and hybrid is one of them. Um, used to never hear that word before. And now I, I swear we hear it daily or we see it in job descriptions all the time. So with that in mind, we are going to talk about some of the buzzwords that we are now seeing in job descriptions and what they could possibly mean. Yeah. And I think a big part of this is just like, how do you, if you're, you know, a job seeker, a person mm-hmm. considering something new and, and trying to, you know, read a job description, like how do you parse out what they really mean yes and what they're really looking for Mm -hmm. so um just some tips on like reading between the lines and and to ask a lot of questions so i think we will emphasize many times probably where to seek clarification because it may not be clear companies are using all of these terms in different ways Mm -hmm. and i think that's part of what's complicated about it and we are in the position where we can sometimes ask for clarity from our clients, mm-hmm. but I will ask the clients if they could be more clear. That would be awesome too. <laughs> that would be great too. But, and hopefully this will help them out because they may be using words improperly or they're not providing enough of an explanation when they say things like hybrid um, as, mo- as well as many other things. So um, hopefully, you know, we can kind of sift through this and make it so, you know, you're not maybe getting enough unqualified candidates or you're not applying to too many jobs that you're really not a fit for or maybe there are things that you should be applying yeah, for you're not applying and for. you're just misunderstanding what the what the ask is yes for sure so i think the first thing to start with is the title because mm-hmm. that is at the top <laughs> um and i i mean i just always say like just take it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. like companies will call the same job seven different things depending on the company and how they're structured and how their team set up and the you know slight detail of the job like read it make sure it's you know somewhat related Mm -hmm. to what you do of course but just don't put a lot of weight in it don't worry so much about like oh well it says it's a director but I'm a manager level Mm -hmm. or it says it's manager but I'm a director level or it says it's a graphic designer but what exactly what kind of graphic design like what are they really looking for right read through it and then just like move on to the requirements and the skills because that's going to tell you what the job really is because one company's manager is another person's director is another person's vice president is another person's senior whatever yeah so yeah um don't get too hung up on it is what we're Mm -hmm. saying or you know um really just say what you what it is that you want (laughs) if you're posting it you know yes if you're a company try to be as as clear as possible but I understand like companies have these job matrix Mm -hmm. titling and a whatever level three or whatever like you (laughs) call it wherever you're gonna call it but what's really most important is like what are you really asking for what are the requirements yes um the other thing to keep in mind from the candidate point of view is job titles can change too Mm -hmm. so if you already are at a certain, you know, sort of title or level or whatever, they might just adjust the title if you're the right candidate. You know, if it's, uh, we often rename, you know, jobs when mm-hmm. we post them because we will name it to something that we know is more clearly aligned with what candidates are going yes. to look for or call it. It doesn't matter if that's like what fits on the matrix at the company. That's fine. They mm-hmm. call it wherever they want. 
but we'll try to, you know, do something a little more descriptive of what's being asked mm-hmm. for. So, you know, titles change a lot too. So that's where yeah, we right. also say like, don't get too hung up on it. <laughs> yeah. And in some cases we might've asked the client to change it because it's not in line with what is being commonly used right yeah. now. And, you know, companies can get a little off track when this comes to um, some things, but you know, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. just know that don't stop there. You know, don't stop the job title, you know, read a little bit more into what they're asking, wanting, because maybe you deserve a promotion too. Yeah. I so, mean, if you're a manager level and they're calling it director and it suits you, great. <laughs> exactly. You know, but if, if you're a director level and it's called manager and it suits you, don't discount it. Exactly. It's you know? not, it's not it's about a step the, down. what the job is about. Not exactly. The title. It could be just a great company with a different title. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, speaking of, you know, moving on to like the requirements and skills, like that's where we say just like go straight to that and mm-hmm. that's what you're looking for and um i think the thing that is most important there is to really understand what is you know a must have like to be successful in this role you're going to have to have whatever five things or something and then a lot of what you see in description is what i call nice to haves mm-hmm. you know it would be great if they have experience in retail or financial services or whatever but not it's not like you can't succeed in this role without that. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. a nice bonus. And I think this part is is really the most difficult for candidates to sort through because it's not always clear. And I, right. you know, for the clients, I would encourage them to break it out that way if yes, you can. Yes, Must-haves and then nice-to-haves or bonus or whatever. Um, because if people see this list of 25 things, sometimes they they will just apply if they have three right? and they don't even have your minimum requirements or they won't apply because they don't have three yeah, they're, they're like, and they're eliminating They're not themselves. a unicorn. They can't do all of these things. So yeah. when it comes to the term, the buzzword must have, make sure it really is a must have. Like you, your company runs with a system and they need to know the system because you don't want to start training somebody from scratch with something that the whole company runs on. But if there are little things that, you know, the person who's leaving used to always do, but they, it's not a must have for this job. Don't include that. That's a nice to have. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so, so yeah, from the company side, I mean, we understand you want everything. Absolutely. Everyone does. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want everything? (laughs) But, and you can still lift it all. Just try to break it out Mm -hmm. and clarify, like, we would really love to have these parts, but you have to have these parts. Exactly. And then when you're a candidate, looking at a job description, realize a lot of companies don't break it out that way. So you (laughs) have to like kind of parse through all of the bullets they've listed Mm -hmm. and, and from the phrasing or your understanding of the job, like figure out what is really like, you have to have this to be able to do the job. And do you have those skills? And then what, what is the everything else part? And any of them that you have, like, be sure to highlight it because mm-hmm. it'll probably, you know, mm-hmm. if you have a couple of the bonus skills, it'll probably help move you, you know, up on the list. Exactly. But don't discount, you know, don't not apply because you don't have a bonus skill. Yeah. And especially if their must haves do get up into like the 20s, <laughs> you yeah. know, know that, you know, they, there is no job that requires that many things are just very enthusiastic. <laughs> and probably these are all the things that the last person did. But if you think you can cover most of them, still def- definitely apply. You know, I don't yeah. think you can hit every, you're not going to hit every single one. If they have that many, um, like I said, I, I think it, it's just kind of, these. You're, they're combining their would like to haves with their must haves. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth a shot to see if, you know, if I yeah. got most of these covered to, to at least try and apply. Don't disqualify yourself. Yes. And so there's a couple ways to handle it. One is 
you know, sometimes they give you clues, like it'll say, you know, financial ser- experience, financial services experience is a plus, mm-hmm, or, you know, they mm-hmm. use words like a bonus, a plus, great, would be great, you yeah. know, whatever is an extra, like yeah. there's, there's phrases, right, yeah. that are a clue. And those things <clears throat> will fast track you. Yes, there are phrases that are a clue that... This is not a requirement, but they would love to have it, but you don't have to have it. Yes. The other thing is if you feel like from your understanding of the job, you meet most of the required, you know, skills or Mm -hmm. needs, apply and then be sure you're clarifying. Like hopefully you get to the, you know, interview stage and you're having conversation, you know, clarify with them. Hey, I have these five things. To me, those seemed most important. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you tell me more about the other parts? How important are those? Well, is that something I'll learn on the job if I don't have it? Like, make them start telling you what else is is required or not. Right, right, right. And like I said, just kind of, you know, be honest, use your own discretion on that, you know, only do it if you're, if you're confident. So anyway. So they, you know, so that's one of those where we say ask questions. Yes. You know, yes. Ask questions and clarify. (laughs) But, um. I, I would say we more often see people eliminate themselves unnecessarily, like yep. not apply because they think they don't have everything when in reality, everything wasn't necessary. Yeah, they're asking for the ideal, which may or may not exist. Yes. So, yeah. So that's one where you can ask questions if you get to that stage. Mm-hmm. But, you know, meanwhile, at least, you know, you're going to have to try to just sort it out from the language and the way it's listed and even the order. Usually the most important things are at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. When you get down to the last three things, they're probably not 100% required because they're last on the list. Yep. So uh, the next thing is looking at the the different kind of work locations, Mm -hmm. right? So and that comes back to hybrid. Hybrid. As you opened with, (laughs) um, you know. Not so many years ago, most all jobs were on site at the Mm -hmm. client's location during certain hours. Well, that has changed a lot. And so we're seeing a lot of remote, hybrid, flexible, work from home, all of these different phrases. And and I think what's challenging is people are not using them all to mean the same thing or it's not necessarily clear what they mean by that. So this is one where you really are going to have to ask some questions and clarify. Like, mm-hmm. I think we mostly all know like remote means you do not have to come to the office, mm-hmm. but that doesn't n- always mean you could be anywhere. Right. Like it may be remote, but we need you to still be in Ohio. Yes. Or, you know, remote, but you have to be in the U.S. Mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not just like anyone anywhere. Yeah. So you may need to clarify that. Hopefully they'll but te- say. I mean, technically it could be any anyone anywhere, but for them. For them, it, it can't. It might not be. Yes. So that's why you have to, like I said, ask the questions. They're right. using remote as a buzzword and the, yeah. it, they may, their definition may not equal what you think Yeah, it you is. need to clarify what they mean by that. Yes. And the, you know, and work from home, kind of the same thing as remote. Um, On site, I think is usually pretty yeah. standard you know you should assume you're going to their office every day or some location, some location. of theirs like yep. what I do think is interesting that we're seeing companies like larger companies that have multiple offices sometimes they'll say we need a candidate who can go to one of our offices but it can be any mm-hmm. of these five cities like we have offices in these five cities so a candidate at any of them or you know that as long as they can go to one of those offices we're okay with mm-hmm. that which is Different than, no, they have to be in Columbus. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it, it's a very cool option that we're so that, seeing crop you know, up. But 
they expect you to be on site at an office somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're not working from home. And then hybrid, I think it's the messiest because it can mean all kinds of things. Yes. Some companies are doing four days in the office, one day, you know, work from home or wherever you want. Technically, it's hybrid. Yeah, it's hybrid. Other companies are doing one day in the office, mm -hmm. four days, wherever you want. Different, also hybrid. Also hybrid. <laughs> different schedules, different, you know, where that office location has to be. It could be, you know, some companies are saying like, you have to be in the office two days a week, but it just has to be one of our offices and you can rotate around different ones. Mm -hmm. You can be in Houston <laughs> this week and Chicago next week, as long as you're at one of our offices mm -hmm. two days a week. It's just every company is actually figuring this out, first right. of all. So it's evolving. Half the time, they're not 100% sure where they're going to land. And every company is using it differently and specifically to how they're structured and their needs and what their returned office plans are and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So that hybrid is the one where you have to ask some questions mm -hmm. and be sure what you think and expect is what they think and expect that right. means. <laughs> right. Again, people are using it as a buzzword to offer, you know, some, you know, different opportunities for people, but it's still a very open de definition so it's worth asking and we, we try to do our due diligence when we're placing people too um, but if you're going on this on your own you're going to have to make sure that you ask these questions so you're not surprised later because everything yes. else might be fantastic and you're like oh wait a minute I can't do your version of hybrid yes exactly <laughs> right like what you mean by that doesn't fit what I need which is fine mm -hmm, I mean it's fair mm -hmm. and so it is it is something to ask as soon as you have the opportunity I also think like I don't know, use some sense when you're reading through it too. Like if they have been really specific, if they have said, you know, this is a hybrid role, three days on site at our office location in Chicago, don't apply because you're in Wyoming and say, mm -hmm. well, I can work remotely. Mm -hmm. Like they have been really specific. Right. They you know, need you. They need to see your face. <laughs> they, they have some reason. Maybe it's there's certain equipment there. Yeah, or, there or certain, something's collaborative or yeah, presentations whatever. that have to be done. Like, you know, they know their business. Like they have mm -hmm. some reason that they, they want you in that location. So I guess, you know, can you apply and just, you know, hope for the best? Sure. But don't expect it to work out. Exactly. <laughs> like if they have, if they, if they are really vague, sure, go ahead and you can maybe have a conversation about what might work. But if they are being really specific, mm -hmm. believe what they said. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think that you're going to convince them with your amazingness. Um, not that that's never worked, but don't count on it. it it's a uh, long they, shot. They ex It's a really long shot. So, um, yeah, they they asked, they, you know, they asked for something. Know that that's what they really want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they were that specific about it they have thought about it right 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 <laughs> uh, as opposed to you know, like we're not sure and we're open to talking about it. well that's different yeah you know? in that case people tell you what they mean yes exactly <laughs> people have told you what they mean and um so then the the um last area that we think is more complex than it used to be are the like work types you know mm -hmm. like i think back in the day you just had a job and you were an employee of a company or if you're a company, you had employees and that was it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and everyone showed up nine yep. to five, Monday through Friday at the yep. office. So easy. So, you know, <laughs> this is another world that is very different. And, and it's great. Like in many ways, there are so many different like work structures and types mm -hmm. that, you know, many more people, that there may be opportunities that fit for them that wouldn't have before. And companies can tap into candidates they couldn't have accessed before. So this is all great, but it also is more confusing. Mm-hmm. 
So um, we actually have another podcast that is all about all these work types that yes. we'll link to. But, um, you know, briefly, yeah, there's freelancing, which a lot of people in the creative space, I think, are familiar with that term, but I don't think everyone uses it in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's another one of those lots of people have different meanings for freelancer. Yes. So, you know, freelancers are really small independent businesses, perhaps a business of one, mm-hmm. but they're really a business and they take on projects. Mm-hmm. And so if if a posting is looking for this kind of thing, they're probably referencing it like a project. You know, yes. I'm looking for someone to redesign my website mm-hmm. or I'm looking for someone to redo our branding and logo. They're looking for a specific project outcome, mm-hmm. not I'm looking to hire you for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really mm-hmm. about the outcome. So, you know, it's, it, and sometimes they'll say freelance designer or whatever, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they won't use that terminology, but they will use words like project or statement of work, mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you freelance <laughs> as your job, you're very familiar with this. You probably have multiple clients and that's exactly what you do. Also, a lot of people who work elsewhere do freelance projects all the time, like mm-hmm. forever in the creative world, yes. you know, people have side projects. They have built great careers on just being a freelancer yeah or or taking on extra stuff in addition to their day job yes right yep, so that too. so that's all fine just know that's what it is and it's not um in the world of like not expecting it to drastically change don't expect it to become a full-time job yeah and and also know too that you know if you're using that buzzword i need a freelancer you're basically going to get somebody who's just going to come into your project they're pretty freewheeling they set their own schedule their hourly rate is their hourly rate. Yeah. Or they might give and you a project price. Or yeah, or Here, project it's price. X amount to do this. They're work. the ones kinda calling the shots a little bit and you're hiring them to do something. So mm-hmm. that's just the, the way it is. It's not, you know, you have a, a lot less control than you think with a freelancer. Yeah. Um the the next thing is, you know, con a contractor, which I think goes by lots of terms. Mm-hmm. Like it's also staffing, temporary employee. Like there's all kinds of phrases people use for that. But that's um this more the space like where we usually are, where we're the employer of a person who is working with one of our clients. Mm-hmm. So it is an hourly rate. Like you are working on an hourly basis. You're sometimes on site, sometimes off site, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes flexible schedule, sometimes not. All of that is evolving. But you're an employee of a firm, but it's not the company. Yep. And so, um, you know, usually that will, I mean, hopefully it's defined that way. You'll say contract or, uh, I don't think people use temporary assignment very often, but in in other industries they do, but not in ours, Mm -hmm. like not in marketing, sometimes in other industries, but you know, it's words like that, that have a sort of a, are referencing like this is for a period of time. Yes. Um, and it can be, you know, this is one where you probably need to ask some questions too, or hopefully they, they are really clear and defined up front. But like, how long is it? Mm-hmm. How many hours a week? Because maybe they only need somebody 20 hours a week, or maybe they need somebody 40 or, mm-hmm. you know, is the, are the days of the week flexible? Like maybe you want to work four 10 hour days Would that work for them. You're still, you know, putting in the same number of hours they need. So sometimes they're super clear just like the hybrid thing sometimes the description is really clear and and they're specific which is great they're telling you up front what they need sometimes it's just like contract (laughs) exactly (laughs) you need to you know dig in a little more just to make sure yeah and their needs will fit with you but you may have um some room to to ask for a little bit of flexibility too exactly and you know this again you know don't be thrown around buzzwords all willy-nilly know what you're asking for 
And if you're choosing to wor- use the word, you know, contract employee, know that this is seen as a, a lot more like a business. I mean, a freelancer is a business too, but there's definitely more commitment. You can think of it as, you know, like when you, I like, I love to use the analogy of, you know, hiring a plumber, you know, you have an issue, you want someone to come in and fix it. And everything is, you know, you're kind of in this very mature agreement of, you know, people are getting paid for this and it's by their rate. And um, is there always, there's, I guess, always room for negotiation, but know that this is this person's living. This bleeds a little bit into the freelance category too, but, you know, with a, a contractor, um, it's more of a B2B, you know, solid mm-hmm. sort of agreement versus a an individual that is that you know has, does have a little more freedom freedom yeah. that's why it is called freelancer <laughs> right i think <laughs> contractors i think an easy way to think about it is contractors they are employees mm-hmm. and their work structure looks a lot like an employee they're just not your employee right they're someone's employee but not yours exactly <laughs> exactly so. and so they're work day and where they work and the equipment provided show up, they, all of that yeah. may be very much defined by the company mm-hmm. because they're setting all those parameters because they can because you are an employee you're mm-hmm. just an employee of the end client right. you're an employee of the interim right. and you can business you can get a lot of you know things sorted at the beginning you know like i would like somebody who can be here you know, during these times, you mm-hmm. don't get final say, but you can, you know, iron out a lot of these things ahead of time that I'm going to need somebody that on definitions on site, you know, these hours, um, that sort of thing. And this person does belong to somebody else. So that'll kind of save you mm-hmm. from they, they being seen as a, um, an employee. So. Yeah. And actually one thing that makes this really, um, like for, you know, maybe people looking at jobs are like, why would you make a contract instead mm-hmm. of something else? One thing that is nice about it is you might be able to get more flexibility in a contract role. Like say they have a, you know, creative team and they have a bunch of graphic designers and they all have to come on site for their their employees have to come on site as a contractor. You may be able to ask for more flexibility than that. They can say no, Mm -hmm. but you can ask for it because Mm -hmm. as an employer, you have to treat all of the people that are a similar role the same so they can't let five of their designers come on site and one work from home unless there's some like real reason for that but they can have all their um, graphic designer employees work on site and have their contract designers work Mm -hmm. from home because Mm -hmm. those are a separate you know employee class if you will like they're a separate group so they can have more flexibility so sometimes you know for the candidates being a contractor can be a, a benefit because you might be able to have too. more more flexibility. Yeah, they, for the employee too. Like maybe you don't have a spot for this person to sit. Maybe the person that you really, really love um, has certain accommodations that they need and you, yep. d- you can't have them categorized as an employee. You can categorize them as a contractor yes, in order company. to give them a different experience than your um, legally, your the experience you can give your employees. Yes, so. exactly. So, you know, they may be really specific and tell you what they need up front and there may be some flexibility. It's worth asking exactly. questions about it. Exactly. Um, and then the, you know, the last type is a full-time employee. I think we're all, mm-hmm. or, or part-time or whatever, an employee of the company, however many hours you work. I think we're all familiar with that. You know, they set the schedule. They tell you when to be, where, you know, what you're working on. Here's your equipment. Like mm-hmm. it's the, you know, normal quote unquote it's, job. Right. Right. Um, and they're all yours. You know, typically <laughs> in the description, it's going to say full time or direct hire is mm-hmm. a term you may see. Or part time. Um, it could be part time. Or, or part time. 
but um, you know, probably some kind of words like that. Yeah, is, but you are saying, if you're using that buzzword, <laughs> you are saying that you are going to be the employer. You are hiring yeah. them. You are providing benefits. The paycheck's coming from you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so when you are posting jobs or when you're reading the jobs too, know that these are these words get thrown around a lot. Make sure that everybody understands what you're truly asking for. And you'll get better candidates. You'll have better results when you are applying for jobs too. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I'll just go back to what we said in the beginning. You know, ask questions on things you're not clear about. I mean, Mm -hmm. hopefully this helps you kind of parse through a description and figure out what they're actually asking Mm -hmm. for. It's a live read Mm -hmm. between the lines. It's Mm -hmm. not always like super clear, but you can kind of read between the lines. And ask questions about things that aren't totally clear, you know, hoping you, I guess, if you get to the point where you can ask questions, um, or if (laughs) you have someone you can ask questions of, like an HR contact, or like in our case, like one of our recruiters, like someone you're working with, you can ask for clarification. If it is just an online posting you're applying for, I guess, you know, if you think it's a good enough fit, you can apply and then ask questions once you've had the opportunity to have a phone call or a pre-screen with someone. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you find after you get your questions answered, you find it's not a fit, that's okay. Absolutely. There's a job out there for everybody. Yeah, but um, (laughs) it's better when you can get some of that information before you even go down that path. But, you know, everybody's not in that position. But words matter is what we're saying. Words matter. So make sure that, you know, you you get that all correct and we're all understand everything. (laughs) Words matter. And a lot of these words don't have set definitions that everyone has accepted is the same definition. And I think that's what's making it very confusing. Absolutely. So yeah. And so don't feel bad if you are confused, I guess too. But you know, um, let's say you're applying, ask the questions. And when you're getting, you know, um, resumes in, have conversations with people so that they understand what it is you're asking for, you know, just to make sure everybody's on the same page. That's a great point. If you're like the employer, the hiring manager, when you have that initial call with someone, just reiterate. Mm -hmm. You understand that this is what we're asking. Yeah, just just making sure you understand Mm -hmm. this is a, you know, contract role, full-time hours, you know, would think it'll be six months to start. Mm -hmm. It could convert to a full-time role, but we're not sure about that. Just, you know, just reiterate that up front. That's perfect, Kristen. Like, don't don't (laughs) assume that they understood your description yes. and know yes. all the details that are in your head. Because you both <laughs> will feel bad if you get too far down the road and you're like, oh, you're like, that's oh, not what I this isn't going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very disappointing. So, yeah, I do think you're right. When you're having that first conversation with a candidate, just reiterate it. Make sure everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if you're slightly not, are you close enough you can make it work? Or if you're not, you'd save each other a lot of time. Exactly. So <laughs> here's hoping that, you know, we're offering a little bit of clarity here on some of this. And, you know, the, the game always changes too. So, you know, don't hesitate to contact us to see if that has happened. Um, or you can just, you know, kind of look it up yourself, talk to other people about, you know, what what the kids are all saying today because it does change constantly. Um but and and I and I think it's always for the, the better good too. People are just trying to get a little more definition and or the definition has changed to offer more clarity. So just mm-hmm. kind of be aware of what you're asking for. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at portfoliocreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at portfoliocreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.